Good morning, everyone. It's Lee Henson, president and founder of Agile Dad, and it's time for today's edition of the Daily Standup. So without any further ado, let's get started. Yesterday during class, we were having a hearty conversation about the role of Scrum Master. And specifically, most specifically, we were talking about how the Scrum Master had some responsibilities to be a strong third-party advocate, to really extend their reach to the team, to represent the team's best interests, to, to use the tools that they had at their disposal to be a servant leader and to help people understand what their responsibilities were and to help them be successful, to represent their best interests and to do all these good things. And it was early in the day when one of my students named Marcus he, uh, he brought up, he says, so what you're saying is that the scrum master is a servant leader. And I said, yeah, exactly. I said, you know, it's their responsibility to step into a position without a whole lot of governing or managing authority, but be a true representative of the team. I said, they also have to, you know, be honest and open. They have to be transparent and they have to be willing to help teams adjust so that they can make changes. And the comment that was made was uh, someone in a class mentioned, and I, I want to say it was even Marcus again, who said, so what you're saying is they're not a politician. And it was early in the day, and we all got a good laugh out of it, because I, it, it saddened me, but it also awoke me, it, it opened my eyes, right, it made me awakened, to realize that a lot of people who are in politics who represent us, whether it's just a political situation at work, or whether it's true politics uh, in the government phase, they represent us in such a way that it may not always be in our best interest. So I challenge myself to say, are we really living up to the five scrum values? And I started to evaluate the five scrum values in my mind. Of course, it's focus, openness, respect, commitment, and extreme courage. And it used the force, right? Uh, but what I discovered was something even more interesting. What I discovered is I challenged myself as the day went on and I started to see the disruption that happened at the United States Capitol building. And I started to see all the things that were happening there. And I asked myself, I said, are the people who represent our best interests, the people in our local government, the people who we work with, you know, are they using the force? And one of the things that I discovered was prior to this disruption that happened on Capitol Hill, uh, that I would argue that a lot of the people who were there weren't really focused on the right thing. They weren't focused on bringing people together and having unity. They were focused on separation. They were focused on division. They were focused on trying to put us in different boxes and, uh, you know, exhibit our differences. And if you listen to a podcast that I did way back when, I talked about how events in our life, and I brought up the event of 9-11, how it changed us all and brought us all together and made everyone here in America realize that we're all people of great value and that we all have something to contribute. My hope was that after such an event that we would be able to look in the mirror and recognize that we had to do some things differently, that we had to make some adjustments, that we had to pivot, that we had to fine tune, that we had to use the empirical process, that we had to inspect and adapt. 
And that, that meant adjustments to the things that we could and couldn't do, but it also meant that we had to make, make adjustments to the way that we treated others and the way that we saw others and the things that we saw in others. So now this begs the question again, this disruption or prior to this disruption, I felt like, you know, let's start with focus. People were focused on the wrong initiatives after the disruption what was really interesting is if you listen to those very same people, many of them wanted to regain focus. They wanted to regain where they were in that political standing, but they struggled because the dividing lines or the lines that were placed there by someone else who said, Hey, you have to believe these things or do these things caused them to fall back into line and say, I'm out of focus again. And it was so disrupting and so disturbing to see people say, we need to stand together. We need to do what's right. And then see people say, but I believe this and you believe that. So we're different. When are we ever going to get to a point where we're not different anymore? When are we ever going to get to a point where we can all just be civil human beings and look the best in everyone? And that leads to the O of openness. And I just, I feel like no one has really been open or honest on both sides of the fence. I think that there's a lot of corruption and disruption. And I think it's sad that we as humans have to deal with that every day, not only from our leaders, but even at the ground level when we're applying Agile in our workplace. You know, openness is something that should be pretty simple. If there's a problem, we talk about it, we figure it out. We may have disagreement, but those disagreements never get to the point where there's an insurrection. Those disagreements never get to the point. You know, we, we openly discuss and figure out how to work together to find common ground. And I think that openness is something that's missing. The biggest one that's missing out of all the values is respect. And I feel like I gained a whole lot of respect yesterday for the class that I'm teaching. The class that I'm teaching right now, I'm teaching an advanced Scrum Master class, and I've got some amazing students in there. And just watching how many of them handled the news as it rolled in during class and how many of them were poised and how many of them were focused and how many of them were open and honest with their opinions and their feelings and they needed to get those things out. You know, it gave us an opportunity to really see the respect that we have for one another, even if our viewpoints may have been different. It gave me a chance to see how people were open and communicative, and it gave me a chance to see how people really could work together. And I think that respect is truly gone. It's missing. It's missing in a lot of workplaces. It's missing in our leadership. We need to get to a point where we're back focused, where we're open, and we're respectful. Commitment. This is probably the roughest one for me to talk about. I feel like people have committed, but they've committed to doing things for the wrong reason. Uh, a lot of people commit to stand up for something that is or is not true based on financial gain or based on personal merit or benefit, uh, based on a, a promise reward later. There are so many people who are making commitments for the wrong reason. My question is, you know, when you make a commitment to your team, are you standing up to your team working agreement? Are you standing up and saying, I am committing to following the standards that we have in place so that we can be successful as a team and as an organization? Or when you make commitments, are you loosely making commitments and saying, you know, these loose commitments 
may or may not apply to me, but I'm going to say what I need to say to get the funding. And then once I get the funding, I'm going to do something completely different. One of the students also brought up a situation where a government entity, a government agency uh, hired a contractor and that contractor made a commitment to do some work. And they said it was going to be several million dollars and they got paid for their commitment. And uh, within 90 days, they burned through all the money that they had been given and delivered nothing of value. And when they went back to the government and asked for more money, the government said, well, what happened to the money we gave you? They explained, well, we ran into some problems, this or that. And the government promptly said, we'll find a way to allocate you more money. There was zero accountability. And I think that this is the reason why you know, we have trouble with commitment. If, if we're not held accountable when we don't meet our commitments, we're never going to be held accountable, you know, uh, or we're never going to be rewarded when we meet them. So it's just one of those things where we have to have some level of accountability, whether it's personal accountability, team accountability, leadership accountability, we all have to refocus on accountability. Then the last one is extreme courage. And I apologize for being a little emotional, but it's, it's been a hard day yesterday, right? Um, and this is where Marcus said something pretty prolific before any event ever happened. When he stood up and said, that we needed to behave differently. That was a courageous moment. And when my reply was, we all needed to love and respect each other, that we needed to look each other differently, regardless of who we believed, what we believed, what side of the political fence we were on, what our skin color was, who we loved, who we worshiped, none of that mattered. We just needed to have courage to stand up for what was right. And in the world today, I've seen a lot of things that aren't right. So my question for you, regardless of where you are in life, regardless of where you work, regardless of who your leaders are, regardless of who your peers are, my question for you is, are you living the five scrum values? It's a simple question. And if not, what can you do to have a quick introspective with yourself and ask yourself, challenge yourself, what can I do to better be focused what can I do to recognize openness and to take action? What can I do to be respectful and kind to others? What can I do to make commitments and keep those commitments? Will people know that when I say I'm going to do something and I'm going to keep my word? And then how can I act with extreme courage and display radical candor? Think be that outside of the box truthfulness that people aren't used to seeing so that I can make sure that I'm a person in the end, so that if it were my last day today, I could go away and say, I did and stood up for what was right. And I know with all my heart that when I leave, that people will respect me and that people will understand that I want to do what's right. And I think that it's, it's amazing how closely those five simple scrum values relate to the most important things in our life. So today, my challenge to you is to do that introspective, figure out where you are, follow Marcus's plan and ask yourself, who am I today? Who am I? Am I behaving more like the person that I want to be? Or am I behaving like the person that I'm programmed or told that I should be? And I guarantee you that those words of wisdom that I learned yesterday in class will help carry you a long way. So I want to take them just a minute to thank Marcus and the rest of the class for being fantastic. It was a phenomenal day yesterday, even with all the disruption. It was a phenomenal day. And I look forward to day two today where we can share thoughts, share feelings, and of course, learn as much as we can about being an advanced Scrum Master. 
As always, if you have a topic you want to cover, we encourage you write to Agile Dad, write to Kim, K-I-M at AgileDad.com. She's the best admin in the world, and she'll take care of those requests for you and make sure that they get queued up for an episode of the Daily Stand-Up. You know, I want to leave you with a special thought today because yesterday was a hard day. And the way I look at it is uh, I've been following a lot of friends, and one of my dear friends, Eliza Moody, she was an Agile Dad coach for some time. And one of the things that she said, you know, really struck me is just we all need to be better people. And that regardless of whether we agree or disagree, we all just need to be better people. And I think that if we can focus on being a better person and we can focus on teaching our children and our grandchildren and our nieces and nephews and aunts and uncles and our partners and coaches and friends and neighbors, if we could just focus on being better people, being more charitable, being more giving and doing the things that we need to do, we can make the world a better place. So until next time, do take care, stay well, stay healthy and stay agile, my friends. We'll talk again soon.